from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clink. I love how every time we do mic check, I change my mic right after, just for fun. Why is my nail brown? Do you see that? Girl, I don't know. You're all Sarah's. It's so weird we're sitting next to each other. We're like not sitting across from each other. It's like I want to look at you, but yeah, I can't. but then the mic won't pick you up. This is gonna. This is inter. Well, look at what we have. Look at where we are. So in usually the world. we have like a little setup we do like at our big table. We're like set up with the mics, computer, etc. But for some reason today, we're in my room on my bed, <laughs> literally just laying here next to each other with our mics in front of our faces. We're trying to see if the volume like in here sounds a little bit better than the kitchen because it sounds great regardless, but we're just trying to see if this room is a little bit less of an echo is the only reason why we're here. No, no other reason. Like the acoustics. Funny thing is though, we're like testing all this stuff. We're literally moving next week though. So like, oh yeah, guys, we're moving yeah. next week. We got this incredible dream apartment in New York. We're super freaking excited. Actually, I don't know if we have it yet. Do we have it? Yeah. Officially, yes. You sure? They didn't email us. Can we both pay our lease? Yeah, they didn't email us. I, I paid mine. I paid mine. 
So I hope so. We'll see. Whoa. We're literally yeah. moving next week, so I hope that we have it. Because if not, that's super awkward. I yeah, we're literally moving in a in a hot second. I emailed them all of the documents that they needed, so hopefully they get back to us somewhat soon. But it's so exciting. I wish we could tell you where it was because I really want to. But, you know, for privacy reasons, not really. <laughs> yeah, no stockies. Um, but the good thing is when we move, we can tell you where we lived this year. Well, this time we're going to have like ac- actually decorate our place like, nicely slash cute. Like we started with yeah. this place, never finished. But next time we're doing like an apartment series on our YouTube slash our mini episodes. It's going to be kind of weird because we can't do the u- the tour on audio. So it's going to be like a YouTube only episode yeah we'll it do, is we'll have to do two that week then yeah we we definitely will and i think the apartment tour is going to be a little shorter than our usual minisodes which are usually 25 minutes i think an apartment tour should be around like 10 minutes but actually watch it be an hour because <laughs> yeah. well, it's, yeah, it's gonna have to, to be a bonus episode yeah we can't listen to it it's gonna have to be and also it, living with four people this year including sydney and i was interesting just because we all had different ideas of what our common space i.e the living room in the kitchen would look like and we all have different styles but it was so awkward because we all thought we were on the same page coming into it but now if you walk into our living room it's like rust colored pillows gray but also white marble and black like it's not ugly it's just not like it just looks like someone started to decorate and then never finished yeah, there's, there's nothing no on the paintings. walls yeah only thing on the walls is scratches from us trying to move our furniture exactly <laughs> we have this huge papasan that always marks up the wall but i cleaned it i promise yeah i had to clean the wall sydney's been like the cleaner recently because i don't know It'd be there because I have so much to do and I don't want to do any of it. To so tell myself <laughs> if I clean stuff, I'm still being productive without like having to do anything. Okay, we're really off topic. We are. Let's Gorlies. Gorlies. Not Gorlies. Um Gorlies. Yeah, that was my like gender neutral I feel like since guys can be gender neutral, Gorlies can be gender neutral also. Yeah. Or, like besties. Yeah. But uh, besties is becoming overused, so I'm not gonna use that. Besties is a TikTok thing now, unfortunately. Like oh most things are, unfortunately. TikTok takes anything that's funny and runs with it and ruins it within twenty four hours. Ruins it, including songs. Oh, so I can't listen to any TikTok songs. They drive me crazy, especially when they're like on the radio. But anyway, so this episode, we are talking, Sarah and I, just casually. Casually. Casually about hookup culture and how monogamy is becoming less and less of like a common thing because this isn't even just like a tiktok thing or like a movie thing i feel like just in general the idea of being with one person for a long time in a long-term relationship it's becoming like less and less normal like i always see videos and um like just commentary about people who like got married in like the 40s and have been married for 56 years and nowadays any relationship past three months is like oh my god you're long term because the idea of like being monogamous is weird nowadays because the hookup yeah. culture like polygamy is naturalized now and it's funny because like i'm not a polygamous person whatsoever like i do very much enjoy a monogamy go to give me that look i had a phase <laughs> i'm back you're <laughs> uh i was just about to be like you know how sometimes we're just like explosive towards each other in like yeah. a fun loving way like you're I definitely polygamous just, yeah, I, yeah i was just about to be like like to you like a slut but, like, I can't say that on the podcast. Yeah. She called me a slut in a loving way. Like, I guess. My bitch, my slut. Yeah, but if anyone overheard it, people would think I was being an asshole. But I'm not. Yeah. It's because Like, I was going to say, Sarah's her. definitely polygamous. Yes. I'm definitely monogamous. But it's not in, like, a negative way. It's just, like, we have different views of, or, like, experiences with. And this dynamic is also hilarious. Because the polygamous one is the one in a long-term relationship. Mm. And the monogamous one is the one who's in a situation. A long-term situation. Yeah. <laughs> so... 
it's it's interesting but i long, think long that my first like tryst or like understanding of polygamy in any sense was from sister brides that tv show on like <gasps> tlc because like when you say polygamy yeah. people think like oh this man this with this like random religion in the midwest who has 25 wives but like it's become so normalized in the sense that like just someone who doesn't want to be with one person like is okay with like dating around hooking up with around other people is polygamous but sister brides i thought that show was so damn weird i remember being like 10 years old tlc okay that whole channel is weird like their entire just like build up of shows is just weird shit no one wants to watch but you can't turn away from people eating diapers people collecting like earwax like just weird stuff like that but sister brides i just never understood like Number one, none of the members are cute enough to be having multiple wives. Number two, they'd always be messy and cheat. Or like, how are you gonna cheat when you already have three wives? That makes no sense. I mean, because like, dear men, what else do you want? I swear, one girl could be a like ha- who could. Uh, I swear, one girl could and be like a monkey in the bedroom, and then the perfect, most domestic. I'll clean for you. I'll cook for you outside of the bedroom. His entire family will love. Like any woman could be perfect. You're what saying someone that say? that has a, a lot of different qualities. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. A holistic person. Yes. A man could be dating a holistic person and still want to cheat and for what that could have been said in two seconds but um that's like the whole like idea of like dating a black girl like dating like 10 different girls because like i can go get braids i can go get a weave i can get extensions and who am i sydnita that's what i am but i feel like um okay (laughs) yeah i was gonna say something and i completely forgot what i was gonna say because all i can think about is split personality oh my god isn't it funny split that movie you know how i feel about that movie y'all i love horror movies i don't think they're scary i think they're funny they're not Mm -hmm. even scary but some reason split i could not sleep i could not think i could not dream fun fact while sydney has a sip of her water is that (laughs) walter jesus walter jesus water holy water split was filmed in a mall 20 minutes away from my house so i'm watching this movie think oh my god i it put me off that mall for like two and a half years yeah. like it was realistic too until he turned yeah. into like a literal beast like with yeah. hair coming out of his like neck but up until then <laughs> i was like sweetie no this is too realistic i don't like this yeah i mean like i also think it was a very very um wrong interpretate misinterpretation of what it's like to have multiple personality disorder yeah because or even split personality disorder are they the same thing I think they're in the same family of a different parts of a spectrum. Okay. But that's in no way what the disorder is whatsoever. Yeah, no, Like, it's you don't not. turn into a beast with hair coming out of your neck. Like, I, I just don't understand. A lot of people also don't realize that split personality disorder and, mo- and, and multiple personality disorder in most cases is not that extreme. You yeah. might not even change voices. You might not change complete human beings. Like, you just might be different renditions like it's good it's good and this is like psychology today proven it's good to like name your different personalities but in most cases they're not often all that different nor do they have superhero slash villainous like qualities that extreme either yeah because like the girl who played naomi in 90210 yeah she did like an interview recently where she said that she that she has it Mm. but like something something really that extreme it's people that are like disassociate themselves a lot yeah it could be like related to that we're not psychologists let's shut up Anyway. No, true, true. But I mean, and we're not wrong about this, which is nice to. Not we should be probably wrong. look this up after to make sure we're not wrong, because <laughs> girly. Okay. Anyway, I was. Glad- <laughs> Every time Sarah leaves, yeah, we talk about for literally thirty minutes for no reason. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, today's topic. 
I completely echo what Sydney said about like when you think about polygamy, you either think about religion uh, like Mormons. centuries ago yeah. or modern religion where you're a Mormon or you're part of the spaghetti monster religion, which you talked about in an episode, a past episode, the people who wear colanders on their head. Did I tell you about my Mormon love? You did, but tell the podcast. Okay. I didn't know what a Mormon was because I was from Florida. And from Florida, you're <laughs> just, like, you're not, you, you're You're a just Catholic or yeah, Christian. I went to Catholic school, so, like, in our world, there is nothing but being Catholic. I was actually Episcopalian, so that's kind of wrong, but whatever. That's Anyway, awkward. I went on a cruise, and I was literally, like, 11 years old, and there's, like, a Mormon family staying in this, like, on our floor, and we would hang out all the time, like, us and me and the kids. And there was this boy, and I thought he was the most beautiful, yummy, yummy snack looking. He was, like, two years older, like, I was in love with him. And he told me he was Mormon, and I thought it was like a race. I was like, okay, and I'm black. We can love. I remember, like, we were, like, flirting a lot, but, like, he wouldn't make a move. Mind you, I was also 12, and the idea of a move was, like, touching my arm with two fingers. But um, <laughs> Or, like, holding your hand or something. Yeah, but, like, recently on, on TikTok, I think a lot of people who used to be Mormons would, like, do videos about, like, what you can and can't do, like, rule-wise. And, like, I'm obsessed with religions. Like, I did a lot of, like, world religion studies, like, at NYU and in high school, and Me too. I took like eight world religions classes yeah. in high school. I think it's so in- interesting. So I think it like is. after learning, it's like it's like missionary trips, things like that was really interesting. But anyway, he followed me on Instagram recently, and I was like, oh, more people it. should be interested in religion, especially to know. Uh, I think a big part of uh, extremism or what you think like perceived extremism is because people don't know shit about religions. That's I think that's one of the main problems. I think all the problems in today's world can be boiled down to lack of education. Or bad forms of education. And that's and this has been we've <laughs> talked about science, religion. We're just getting controversial here. I know. I love I like okay, I like I love I was like I love Mormons. I love I our multidimensionalism. Think, yeah. I don't think Mormons think extreme religion whatsoever. Me neither. I think but people think it's an extreme religion. The Book religion. of Mormon went ham oh. ham with it. And I was like I know they we wanted to do like a Broadway medley for our sixth grade play and they wouldn't let us do Book of Mormon because they said it was offensive. <laughs> It's so offensive. They talk about genital mutilation, and I was like, "Girly, what?" They have a whole song. I I can't even say it on the podcast. It's so awful. But they have a whole song about like, oh yeah, they got weird songs. Infants. You know, like what's also weird? They did King Kong on Broadway. Who the hell wanted to see? Who paid tickets to see that? I had a friend who played King Kong on Broadway. We met at like acting camp. Or the other person. Whatever. He was the main character. I say, does King Kong speak? I thought he was. Yeah. I am I'm King Kong. <laughs> the monkey. Bruh, Mr. Medium is 26 years old and made me watch King Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, and every time it would like punch the lizard, he'd be like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Cinematography. This is the best thing we've ever created. And I'm like, not only are you literally a grown adult, it's a big old drawn monkey punching a big old frog and then killing half of the universe because they got some age old beef. I have a really funny story about King Kong. So I'm watching Godzilla vs. Kong, whatever that movie is called, with my pony, with Pony, and we're 20 minutes in and everything's going great and then automatically I feel this kind of like sleep lure fall over me and I fall asleep for genuinely an hour and a half and I wake up to Pony talking to me like I was awake for the last like 10 minutes of the movie. I genuinely don't think he knew that I was asleep. No, I. I wish don't think you knew because I tried to fall asleep purposely 
We watched it like 10 p.m. one night. Did you? Godzilla vs. Kong? Yeah. Oh, God. And every time the monkey would breathe, the frog would roar, someone would get knocked over. There was a frog? Lizard, their cousins. Girl. <laughs> I remember I literally texted you and while I was watching it, I was like, Sarah, monkey fight frog, swiper no swiper, I don't know. But medium would literally slap me and be like, oh my God, that was so sick. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. Absolutely not. Oh Lord, what a movie. Anyway. Yeah, so as you guys can tell, we're like super good at staying on topic. Yes. We went from polygamy to Mormons to King Kong. Naturally. Naturally. So I'm going to raise a question back to our original topic. Okay. Okay. So. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck, Charlie. We were talking about how, like, for our grandparents, and I think our parents were like, kind of the last generation to do this, or maybe, like, the generation after them. They have all of them letters, Generation Y, Millennial, whatever. Whatever's before Millennial is probably the last one, where, like, monogamy was seen as, like, something to treasure. Like, you aspire to be married for 50 years and to find your soulmate by the time you're 20. But now I feel like because we have more of, like, a laissez-faire approach to life. <coughs> you talking about politics major? Laissez-faire? <coughs> you're welcome. Um, like a Sydney, should I keep that? I got a <laughs> sorry, if, I, if she keeps that, I'm so sorry. This like last day's cool approach to life, where it's like we want to live in the moment. We want to, you know, party, have fun, fuck around with whoever we want, party sleep with like them. House the night. I remember like being in like seventh or eighth grade, and <laughs> but we would have those middle school dances. With our strapless dresses and shots would be playing, but they'd bleep out shots. It'd be bleep, 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 yeah, bleep. Yeah, literally. It'd be... And Party Rockin'. <laughs> Is that the same song? That's different. No. They'd, like, disappear off the face of the earth, though. I thought Shots was by Pitbull. Shots, Shots, Shots. Shot, Shot. Oh, yeah. What about Party Rock? El Mefeo. Well, um, usually, yeah. So, it's weird, though, because, like, for me... It's kind of opposite because, like, I grew up with divorced parents since the time I was three. So, like, monogamy wasn't, like, something I grew up with necessarily. And then I get to my first relationship. I think because my parents were divorced, I was so, like, I want one person for life, you know. I want to find my love early and, like, make it last. Like, that was always my thing. And I had my first boyfriend, who y'all definitely know, was the boyfriend from hell. And I was like, oh, hell no. That lasted maybe two years max. I get to college and it's like for the first time in my entire fucking life I felt attracted attracted I felt attractive I felt wanted I felt like hot shit I think yeah and so like for the first time ever polygamy was like an option for me like I wanted to be with more than one person at once not necessarily like a whore though whores are not bad people I just like got with more of them I never I wasn't exclusive with anyone for a while yeah and then, like, I meet Mr. Medium, and, like, the monog thing was, like, came back. It wasn't even, like, a, like, stemmed from childhood trauma type thing. It was, like, I found someone who, like, for me, no one could ever compare to, you know? And so, like, from then on, from then until now, actually, I've always wanted monogamy. Like, for me, polygamy was never an option because, like, I don't think that me as a human being, because, like, I'm not judging anyone who, like, does have more than one partner or, like, is open whatever, but for me, I feel like I couldn't extend, like, my love, my passion, my attention to more than one person because I'm so invested in relationships, you know? So for me, like, I think if I tried to invest in more than one person, I'd wear myself too thin. Does that yeah. make any sense? That makes perfect sense. And I feel certainly the same way, I think, just in different time periods. When I was younger, I always aspired to marriage. And then I got to college. And in, like, my last two years of high school, I was very polygamy, polygamy, polygamy. Meaning 
not I guess in the official sense of polygamy but more like I want to like fuck around and be you know a kind of a free spirit not really conform to societal standards just because I think that was what I was so used to growing up and then I met this guy who kind of, and I, I hate being mushy. This is the only guy, time I'm ever going to be mushy on this stupid podcast. But like. Girl, I think we've been saying polygamous. We mean polyamorous. Polyamorous. Polygamous is marriage. We're so Polygamy dumb. is marriage. Poly, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Polyamorous. Did you just look it up? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> the guy that I'm dating right now has made me do what I never thought that I'd do in the past like five, six years. He made me realize that like. Um, not even he made me realize anything because I, I, I still am like the same person I always was. But I think like the way he is as a person makes me not want to date anybody else. Like I would never dream of fucking or dating anybody else. And like obviously if he did, like he wouldn't have a girlfriend anymore. And I think like this relationship is weird in the fact that it made me like kind of change my whole point of view. Not in general because if I, I, I firmly believe if I was dating anybody else other than Pony, I would still feel the same way that I usually did like years ago but I like this person made me feel a certain way I don't know it's hard to describe and it feels weird for me to describe it like this because I feel like icky about it but like it's true you know what I mean yeah so okay so to define the difference because we didn't know it either until um, just now until literally two just now (laughs) there's the difference between polygamy and polyamorous so polygamy refers to like marriage where you have more than one married partner at a time like husband or wife whatever polyamorous means that you have more than one romantic partner at a time or like intimate partner so i think in terms of like hookup culture we're discussing polyamory just like the idea of not wanting to be with one person at a time i think important distinction to have is that like number one we aren't judging people who are in like polyamory relationships yeah but the thing is that you should like keep in mind is that it's not cheating in the sense like there is a very very big old fat line between polyamory and cheating because cheating is betrayal it's a lack of trust it's trying to be monogamous but one person breaks that coven in a sense well the whole thing here is consent because if you have a consensual relationship with somebody else meaning like you have a talk like a verbal talk yeah being like we're both going to see other people that's polyamorous that's a polyamorous relationship but then if one person goes off and does that after determining that you're going to be completely exclusive and that you're officially boyfriend girlfriend no other people are involved in the situation that's cheating that's cheating yeah Yeah. cheating and like has the word betrayal attached to it absolutely polyamory is consensual that you're seeing other people or that like there is more than one person in a relationship because like polyamory can be like we're both seeing other people like we're an open relationship we talk about that so, do you ever do be in an open relationship? Like, both yeah. of you? Or, like, oh, just you mean me you? and Pony or me in general? Both. Me in general, absolutely. That's all I ever wanted. Like, I never wanted marriage. I never wanted an official closed-off relationship. I really never did. Like, it was a struggle even getting my mindset. I'm not even saying, like, Pony convinced me. I'm saying that, like... It took me a while to even realize that this relationship was the best thing that ever happened to me. But, like, even before, like, before then, which was, what, six months ago, I was, I did not want an official relationship, did not want to get married, unless it was polyamorous. Like, my standards, personally, I would never get married to someone and be in a polygamous relationship, just because, like, you have to pay for a wedding, and then you're not seeing only that person. To me, that's just a little weird. Like, if you're doing it, I'm not judging you, but just, like, to me, that's just not what I wanted to do. But, like, a polyamorous relationship, I, that's all I ever wanted. You know what I mean? Because I wanted to, like, have that connection with somebody or multiple people. 
and like still fuck around and have fun and live my life. It's but... the opposite. Yeah? Like, really? Tell me. I don't think it's because I'm jealous. I'm definitely am a jealous person. But like if I mean, I'm, you wouldn't be though. Yeah. Like if I'm putting all of my like love and effort into someone. Yeah. Why would I want them to then go ahead and disperse their love into multiple people? You no, know? Right. Because yes. like this is what people always say that like they want to be open but just them. Like, they don't want their partner to see other people. They want they want to see other people. And I'm like, so you don't you don't want to be in a relationship is what I'm hearing. Like, a relationship yeah. is not for you if you think that, like, you should be – or that your partner should be bound to the confines of a relationship, but you shouldn't. Absolutely. So, like, for me, the idea of, like, my partner or specifically Mr. Medium, who, like, I'm in a situation with, him being with other people makes me sick. Because in my head it's like, I want to give all of my love to this person – but they want to disperse that to other people. And for right. me, like, I'm like, that does not sound like a fair trade, like a fair barter. That's like me giving someone an apple and then giving apples to other people. Like, no, give my apple back. Yeah, I want it. Like, I picked this apple specifically for you yeah. and now you're going to give it away to other That's people. Like that makes no sense. me buying someone a cake and they put the cake in the slices and hand out to other people. Like, no, I gave you the whole cake for you and you only. So, like, <laughs> if I'm going to invest in that relationship, yeah. then, like, I deserve to have that investment back. I think it's also, like, to be in an open relationship, I think you have to have, one, a level of trust, two, a level of understanding. Because, like, in my head, I could do it, maybe, but it's also, like, if you're at the point where you want to see other people, why are you together? Yeah, absolutely. Like, do you think that they can work in any way, being in an open relationship? I think, like, open relationships, if it's something that you want, is so healthy and beautiful because, like, if you... Mr. Medium's different because you went in with an expectation of him being monogamous to you. But then if someone goes in with the expectation of being polygamous, I think that it's a or uh, polyamorous. I think that it can be a beautiful thing because because it was different with you and your fuck buddy because at that point you were like you never expected anything more of him and he never expected anything more of you, but you've said countless times in these episodes that you'd be lucky to be in even like a semi relationship with him. So I think which is and he'd be more than lucky to be in one with you. And so that makes me think in my brain if you guys for example which you never will, I don't think. But if you ever will were to embark in a polyamorous relationship, I feel like that'd be a very healthy thing because for me, you Mr. Both, Medium. No, for you and your fuck buddy. Oh, not Mr. No, that would be the least healthy thing you guys have ever I'm done. Like, girl, have saying you something. But like, no, literally. But but with this other guy, I think that it would because he's not expecting anything else of you, and you're not expecting anything else of him. And then you can both like hang out and value each other as friends. But you can also value his penis and his balls. Well, my f buddy, who I met before I met Mr. Medium, mm. if you're new to this show or still have not caught on to what Mr. Medium is, he I met him October 2018, I think. Yeah. So like almost three years now, we've been like in a situationship and like whatever. But I didn't think it would go beyond past the first date before I met him. Right. And after it was like fuck, yeah. you know. So it's I think, different because you guys actually were in a monogamous relationship for some time. Yeah, and like I, so. I feel like we're getting back to that place, but yeah. like. It's hard when no distinction because I want to say I'm comfortable with him seeing other people and me seeing other people, but I'm just not the kind of person, you know, I don't have, I, I have no, so right. much love to give, but I feel like I can only give that love to one person. Like, ooh, it'd be exhausting and dramatic. Every time I try and juggle multiple men, I'm like, this gives me a headache. Men yeah. are so complicated. Having to deal with more than one is like literally a headache. But, okay, yeah. so past open relationships. Yeah. I feel like polyamory can be like thought of in a lot of different ways so we did open relationship okay that was not english no i know what you're saying though so we Keep did going. open relationship yeah 
we've defined what that is, how we feel about it. So going to the next step or another like facet of polyamory is a throuple. And I've seen so many, not only on TLC. What the hell is wrong with TLC? I don't know, dude. We talked about TLC so much. Yeah, weird station. TLC, TikTok, whatever. Where a throuple is like, instead of being a couple with two people, it's three people, I guess three or more, but I'm assuming three. Yeah. In a committed relationship with each other. But I think, I also did research into this because I wanted to make sure anyone what the hell I was talking about is like, it doesn't even mean that you're in a threesome all the time. It's like, it could be that you only enjoy having, like, intimate sexual relations with one person at a time. But in terms of romance, it's, like, three people at once. But, like, bruh, I thought that get confusing. I see them on, like, TikTok and stuff, and I'm kind of like, there must be hella drama. Because, like, let's see you get in a fight with one of them. And then the other one, like, damn, you're alone alone. Like, you're, al- you're that double homicide. Like, you alone alone. I love that video so much. The double, double homicide. homicide video. Right. I watched the full episode. It just so kept funny. getting worse. I was like, what the hell is this show? What else did you say besides double homicide? Um. Oh, yeah. The She's talking about the girl's vagina. And she was like, you can't even hold a baby in that vagina. And I was like, oh. It got so bad so quickly. Throuples are interesting because speaking of TikTok, because that's where I, I saw that video for the first time. The one in question that we just talked about. Double homicide? Or yeah, double homicide. Oh. But speaking of TikTok. I recently saw a video where it was some girl and she was like, this was on TikTok though, like she made a video, like a parody video, and she was saying like how lesbian Tinder goes, like how the kind of like culture is, and it was either like, do you smoke weed? Oh, okay, bye. And then, or it was either like, hi, me and my boyfriend are looking for another girl to be romantic I was about with. to ask you, like, yeah. when, I, when I used to scroll on Bumble, especially Tinder, but like also Bumble, never on Hinge though. I would see couples all the time saying, look for like a fun third, take out to coffee with like, we're so fun, we'll make you laugh. And I'm like, huh? Like, do people go on Bumble searching for a third? Like, would you, would you, okay, if you saw a couple you thought was like hot as hell, like both of them, would you do a throuple or like a threesome off of like a dating app? Yeah, I mean, like pre my boyfriend, yeah, I would for sure. I considered doing it like multiple times before like I thought I was getting scammed freshman and sophomore year of college. It's, it's always like on Bumble though, the girls are always praying the guys are always like Argh. and I'm like, girly. The you girls can be are always so much gorgeous better. and then the guys are literally bald and eighty and I'm like, what the fuck? They're is the going ones on? that always on threesomes though, especially guys. Yeah. Okay. I will never understand men's obsession with threesomes. Like I've been asked by almost every guy I've been with to do one. Yeah. But then the minute I'm like Okay, so he's the guy. He's like, oh, that's, no, ew. And I'm like, okay, so it has to be two girls. Like, I'm not doing that. There's No? I, I have, you would never do that. I have no interest whatsoever. So you, it would have I to be two guys for you? I don't eat roast beef. Understandable, because with men, like, this is my thing. Like, I'd be willing, or I, okay, this is, uh, I would be willing, I would, okay. I would have been willing to do a threesome with two girls and one guy, but my thing is, is, like, when girls ask for another... Like, with men, it's so, I need another girl or we're not doing it. But, like, whenever girls are like, I want another guy or we're not doing it, men are like, what the fuck? You're so fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, there's just stigma with that. It's so annoying. I think one stigma pisses me off. Yeah. And then, two, it's like, after seeing that Gossip Girl episode when I was literally, like, 12 years old, where, like, Hilary Duff, Vanessa, and Dan, LOL, have yeah. a threesome, and they're like, never know the third. It's gonna mess up your relationship. 
I do not have enough trust in my relationship to do that. But also it's like, if a guy wants to, isn't that kind of sus? It's like, I'm not judging people that want to do threesomes. I do feel like it's very, very much over-stigmatized and like sexual and sexualized and all this stuff. Like it's a fetish, whatever. I just don't think that I have the mental capacity and like the trust to be able to do that. Cause like that girl better be, I don't even know what, cause I don't trust her in the, in my guy, you know? Do you want to hear something crazy and maybe a little bit toxic? Jaw. If Pony ever wanted to do a threesome with another girl, automatically I would lose so much interest in Pony though. You know, like if he ever, ever, if he ever even suggested it, if he ever even thought it, brought it up as a joke, I'd lose so much interest in him and I'd probably end up breaking up with him. I want someone else that badly yeah. then break the fuck up with me. I mean, don't break up with me, but like... You know that scene in Sex and the City where Miranda, when like Steve cheated on Miranda and she was like, I changed who I was for you. Yeah. That's why I feel about Pony. So if you ever, ever cheated on me or like treated me in some certain way or like even recommended a threesome in any way, I'd be like, dude. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on Like, this is my fool me Isn't twice. George Bush? Fool me Isn't once, it? shame on you. Fool me twice, Will. That was definitely, a, that no, definitely fool, originated before Bush. You can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. No, yeah. that was definitely before Bush. No, but that that quote is from a J. Cole song where he quotes George Bush. No, but I thought it was originated before Bush, before Aristotle. J. Cole. Is it? <laughs> no, I just said that. I don't know. I assume all quotes are from Aristotle. I just say that. People Aristotle, like, oh, yes. you know what he came up with? Know thyself. I don't know. Imagine being in like 4, 405 and being like, hey, 
life. <laughs> They'd be like, shit, you're a philosopher. <laughs> okay, how do philosophers make know money? Thyself. Mm. I don't know. No, 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 thy word. By being polygamous. Polyamorous. Polyamorous. Well, they were, oh. they were a very sexually gender fluid yeah. in the ancient Greek time. But, okay, we talked about open relationships. Yeah. We talked about throuples. Yeah. Talked about threesomes. Yeah. And we talked about polygamy and marriage. There's absolutely no way that I can do any of the above. Mm-hmm. I want to know why. If like a psychological thing or just like experience. But like in my head, if, if anyone wants to be with more than just me, they don't want me. And I think it's hard for me to get over that fact because, like, obviously people who do do any of the above, I'm not judging whatsoever. Yeah, and if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, like, I wish I could, you know? be, I wish I could be that, like, yeah. open and trusting of people. But for me, it's, like, I think media is a big, plays a big part in that also because, like, every threesome I've seen or, like, polyamorous thing I've seen on TV has just ended so badly in shows, whether it's Gossip Girl or whatever other show I would be referring to. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work for me. Like, I've only seen it end badly. So she was like, okay, Ross and Rachel is a perfect example of the we were on a break type thing. Like, I feel when it comes to things like that, the biggest problem is lack of communication. Because, yeah. like, people want different things but are scared to communicate it because they're like, I don't want to be judged or I want to, like, make this person upset. So they just don't say it. So everyone has different ideas of what's happening in their head. So once that finally comes out or to fruition... It's always some kind of issue, and it ends up with people breaking up or getting in a fight or the, you were on a break. But, like... Speaking of Ross and Rachel, if are you pro-Ross or pro-Rachel in that situation? Who said we were on a break? Ross. Then Rachel I'm with. Really? Also, Ross is like a fucking dinosaur. He's not on a break with nobody. So, okay, if Mr. Medium ever came up to you and said we should take, <clears throat> like, a like a month-long break, would you not fuck anybody in that month? We did take a break. Yeah. And I didn't speak break? to a single person. Really? He spoke to multiple people. Cheers with a the knuckle. There you go. He talked to other people, and it hurt me, though, because it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. during that break, <clears throat> I took the time to cry every day, heal myself, think about what I wanted to work on. This was, like, during winter break, too, after all of our, like, issues, and, like, think of ways I can make a change to better relationship, but also, like, things that he could do to make me feel more comfortable in the way that we were or the position that we were, but for him, it was, I'm going to go out and bumble and look for other girls, and for me, that discrepancy was the issue, because that mm-hmm. means that our intentions are different. But with Ross and Rachel, Rachel said, no, like, we need to go on a very long break. And then Ross went and went fuck, to fuck someone else because Ross was trying to, like, resolve it and she wasn't. Wasn't, wasn't Cole Sprouse the kid and the mom was lesbian? Oh, yeah! Weren't Ben's moms lesbian? Yes. Was that during the break, though, or was that before? That was way before because Ross and Rachel's break was way after. So... Oh. They weren't even on a break. They were getting divorced because she came out as lesbian. Poor Dylan Sprouse. They were like, no, we want Cole. And he just left them in the dark. They didn't even try to switch him out. No, not even in the slightest. They're fraternal I love twins, right? Twins. Uh, they're both delicious. Are they fraternal? I have no idea if they're fraternal. People be like, I'm identical, and they look nothing alike. So, is it a choice? Yeah. Is it a choice, or are you like the doctors tell you you're identical or not? Two of my best friends from high school are quote unquote identical, but like they look fraternal. Yeah, they look they look different. I think they look nothing. They alike, have the same features, opinion. but in different ways. Yeah. You know? Like, they both have brown curly hair and, like, the same facial structure, but they don't, like, you can totally tell them apart. Like, our, like. my grade had triplets, but look like cousins. Like, yeah. they could tell they were related, but they didn't look that much alike, you know? Yeah, no, right, right, right. If you're yeah. a twin, let us know. But what gets me going, though, and if I can just go back to this topic really quickly, is, like, if you're married with someone, like, this is what trips me up. And, and I've heard of this both in, like, media and real-life situations. If you're married as hell, and it's, like, your fifth year anniversary, or even, like, your first anniversary, and you ask your hubby or wife, whatever, what they want for their anniversary, and they're like, oh, I want a threesome. 
how do you even react yeah. to that? Because you would think that you dated slash know them well enough to not only get married, but know that they would never ask that. So when they ask that, you're like, bro. Like subconsciously for me, if a guy ever asks to be open or to take a break or to see other people or to do a threesome, for me, that's a red flag. Yeah. Which I, I guess it shouldn't be. But in my head, it's like, if you don't want just me, then like we have an issue. Absolutely. You know? Especially if you, like, this is my issue, which I'm sure we can all agree on, is like, if you establish that you're monogamous off the get-go slash if you get married in a monogamous relationship and it's consensually a monogamous relationship and then one of you guys suggest a threesome automatically to me that's not monogamous anymore if you think polygamy will work with your relationship quote unquote like what jeffree star does for example like he's in he's a loser a, well he was because they broke up him and he broke up but like he literally an alien which I'm, he identifies as an alien. Isn't that hilarious? But anyway, he was in a monogamous quote-unquote relationship, but then he had threesomes with women because his partner was straight. So to me, huh? yeah, that, that that to me doesn't make any sense. But, like, I'm sure to them it works. So if it works for you, it works. But, like, in my opinion, if you are consensually in a monogamous relationship and if anybody even suggests the idea of a threesome, it's not monogamous anymore. Like, even the mere suggestion of a threesome to me, in my relationship personally, would result in the breakup. Well, would result you, in me cheating, honestly. When, when you meet someone that you like and you've been on like three or four dates, do you assume the other person is monogamous with no. you or polyamorous or like seeing other people? I assume that they're, I always assume they're polyamorous still. Same. But I watch like rom-coms from like early 2000s. Like after the first date, they assume that they're like, you know. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Which I wish I could have. But I feel like unless they literally ask you after 18 years together... Unless they literally say it in point blank words, I feel like I assume that they're polyamorous or seeing other people. I completely agree because if you don't make that clear, who knows? That's the problem to me. In a way, media played a hand in that because, like, I want to know why we went from being like baby boomer married for 50 years to I don't want to be married I want to fuck around for my entire life yeah do you think media and movies play a role in that or like music or like the glorification of hookup culture because like we talk about hookup culture a lot but like what started that what propagated that like is it media is it movies is it social media you think like I that's a great question so I genuinely don't know the answer to that what sparked threesomes what's the origin of threesomes well, I mean threesomes though just like hookup culture in general like what oh, said like you don't need to have a marriage for 50 years you can fuck around whatever you want was it social media was it twitter and instagram was it media was it rom-coms like friends with benefits things like that here's what i think i think that it's always been a thing but i think it's it was kept hush hush until what the early 2000s with the rise of media such as social media platforms and media such as television shows and movies that are more risque explicit etc and open about that kind of thing so I think it was always a thing from the early ancient Romans to the like 1990s Sopranos with their gumars mm. quote unquote but I think that it's become more of an open slash acceptable thing because of the rise of social media and now all of these men are finding an outlets i.e. reddit where they can like all talk to each other sorry clearly I have beef with reddit where they can all talk to each other and be like oh bleh. only fans yeah only fans porn hub you know like the rise of these social media platforms I think it's crazy so now you don't have to physically walk for example into an adult video store anymore to get like a, a, a Outlet, DVR yeah. of some whatever girl fucking someone on a copy machine but you can literally just type in something on your private web browser and then get it pulled up whatever you want 
I have two questions. One, can you tell our media majors? Ah. Uh, two, if you caught your husband or your boyfriend watching porn, would you be upset? No. Do you, you do consider that? I feel people think that's cheating in some sense. People do absolutely, and yeah. like if you think that that's cheating, like for example, my best friend from back home, she she thinks that's cheating. Um, she, like she hundred percent thinks that that it's a form of cheating, like just as just as viable as would if she walked in on her husband slash boyfriend fucking someone else. Because like yeah, okay. I think if I was dating someone and I saw them calling like watching porn, that's one thing. But if you're married, I feel like that lines blurred a little bit. You think a little bit. You think? Especially if they're like, okay, it's different though. If you're having sex regularly and he's watching porn and it's like whatever, it's one thing. But if you're not having sex with your husband or wife or whatever or your partner and they're watching porn regularly and getting off in that sense or like getting pleasure in that sense, I would consider that cheating. Really interesting. Yeah. Well, tell me more about that because that, that's that's a foreign concept to me. Because it's like you're not getting it from you're not you're not wanting to give that side of you to me. Oh, so but you're they, willing. Oh, okay, okay. You understand what I so mean? So if they're now? like refusing to have sex with you, and like then if just we have no sex and... life, but they'll gladly do it with some computer screen. To me, that's cheating. Interesting. Yes. Okay, I get that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like the whole Gumar thing, like from Sopranos. I just yeah. don't. I I I, know, I wouldn't be okay with whatsoever. No, I just should go without saying. But I feel like saying that and then acting on that is different. Hold on. Flem. Flem. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And I get that. You know what I mean? Like, I think 
just because I'm in a long distance relationship and I was in a long distance relationship I've been in several I think that like for, for me porn is not even like a kind of extra slash accessory it's an it's a necessity for me personally and I know it is for my boyfriend as well so like I don't really see anything wrong with it but at the same time Sydney like if we were both living together here in the city and if say we were going through a dry spell on his account and I walked in on him watching porn yeah I'd be pissed yeah I don't maybe I wouldn't consider that a form of cheating but I would be pissed and I would seriously heavily consider our relationship and where it stands for sure it's like i'm sure my guy does i see him like three or four times a week Mm -hmm. so like it does kind of hurt right 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 but then it's like can i be mad you know like do i have a right to be mad Mm -hmm. so i think that's like something that's hard to distinguish especially for men though because like yeah men nowadays have such easy access to things Mm -hmm. and their brains and their pieces are connected and they're both so small I just don't understand, you know? So, Sydney, Winter, I have a question, and I think this is going to be the last thing we talk about before we wrap, but what do you consider the exact line between monogamous and polyamorous? Like, what is the one thing that could happen where you, A, start to consider your relationship as polyamorous slash polygamous, or B, you'd start to reevaluate your relationship to its core slash wonder whether or not you have to end it? What's like, the line? For if you? the other person is using dating apps actively, if they're seeing or sleeping with other people, mm-hmm. taking them on dates or being secretive, that's polyamorous. But like, if there's some dis- discussion made or there's like misleading on either side, then that's not okay. You know, like for me, my whole thing is communication and honesty. Like I will be less hurt. I will be more understanding if you're upfront about things. If I find out later. That's a whole other issue because you're, you're being dishonest about things, you know. So, like, if you tell me in advance and I signify that I'm okay with it, that's one thing. But for me, you know, the kind of person I am, I don't – I'm not interested in that, you know. Like, I want someone I want to invest in, et cetera. So, there, there obviously I have, like, moments or phases where I, like, want to see other people or, like, I am open to being, like, going out on new dates and, like, seeing most people at once. Not on the same night, obviously, but, like, over a month span seeing, like, two people that's one thing but like in a long-term sense i'm very monogamous i'm into seeing one person investing in that one relationship so if i'm being misled about that that's an issue a deal breaker for me that's just not what i'm into you know like i have spells or like phases but beyond that (laughs) beyond that beyond that that. louis armstrong (laughs) yeah we love we love Louis Armstrong. We're big Louis Armstrong stands here. He reminds me of the alligator from Prince and the Rock. But besides that, they base I think they base the alligator off of him. But if I did all that shit and got recognized as an alligator, yeah. Uh-uh. I also have another question for you. If you're done answering that first question, yeah. The answer was, uh, it's me or me only. Period. And me or uh. me. That's it. Um, and it is. Do you think that humans? Oh my god, we're bringing Sarah's question corner back. It's. Uh, do you think that humans are naturally polyamorous or monogamous or monogamous bruh this one annoys me so much like, if like you, human instinct dinosaur brain that's what i'm talking about when you when you catch a man cheating the first thing he will say is humans are meant to be monogamous how the hell do you know that they'd be like oh the cavemen had multiple wives okay they also ate rocks so like are you saying you're the same person <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, it, are you saying that us using sinks is unnatural, yeah. but, like, you what fucking eight other women is unnatural? Sink? 
Oh, I was like a code word. I was like, what is a sink? Yeah, or like a, like a bathroom sink, like washing your hands in the sink. Yeah. So like you're like saying that's unnatural because cavemen didn't know brushing your teeth or, or pooping in a toilet. Yeah. You think that's unnatural, but you think like fucking eight other women is natural. natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, people evolve for a reason. And like, I think yeah. we've obviously proven time and time again that monogamy is valid. It is yeah. there. It's available. It's natural. There are studies. Look it up. And there's a reason why polygamy's been outlawed in so many countries and places and religions or whatever obviously i can't tell you what's right for you because i feel like every person's different but i know from my experiences and my personality and my desires and my wishes for myself that polygamy is not it there's value in being polyamorous and there's value in being monogamous and i think like there are multiple studies on both ends of the spectrum and i think it all depends exactly what Cindy just said it depends on what you're going through as a person and it depends on, oops, sorry, my email and my texts. Um, <laughs> it depends on what you're going through as a person and what your experiences were, environmental concerns, and also biological makeup. You said genetics. You I think we're a did. science majors? Hell no. We just talk out of our ass. Yeah, we do because we're communications majors. Guys, no. No, guys. no. Every time she says that, I'm going to like hit her with a rubbing. Yeah. What's that thing called? Rubbing, rubber band? Rubber band. Yeah, rubbing yeah, band? Yeah. <laughs> rubbing band. Ooh, I want a rubbing band. Ooh. No, I should never say that again. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to give us a listen on Spotify, iHeart, um, Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I just like gulped really loudly. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. We're the second thing that comes up when you look up crying in public. So make sure to spot our logo and you'll definitely know which one's the podcast and which one's not the podcast. Make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at crying in public podcast. We post some hilarious content and it's just crazy and wild and out of pocket exactly what we are meant to do here on these episodes so thank you for listening again and we hope you have a great night and a great rest of your day and we love you so much bye that's so professional i know I you said like, bye toodles to- oh my god toodles toodles anyway yeah. goodbye. bye from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.